On today's episode of Locked On Lightning, we got Seth Topol of Locked On Wild coming on the show to do a crossover recap of yesterday's 4-2 loss to the Wild in Minnesota. We discuss how these two teams at most times look like they're evenly matched on the ice, even though they have different uh, playing styles. And we also discuss how this could potentially turn into a Stanley Cup final matchup. All that more on Locked On Lightning. But first, let's play that music. Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. What's up, everybody? Hope you had a good weekend. Good holiday weekend. Uh, everybody's starting to go back to work. Today's the first day back. I hope that we're all being productive. On today's episode, we have Seth Topol of Locked On Wild coming on a little bit later on to recap some of this game with me. Uh, but first, I just want to thank all of you for making Locked On Wild your first listen of the day and don't forget to like and subscribe to this podcast follow us wherever podcasts are distributed that means spotify itunes google play odyssey wherever there's podcasts we are there so go ahead and don't forget to download really helps the show going a long way and give us a follow on our social media pages lo underscore lightning on twitter as well as locked on underscore lightning on Instagram, go ahead and give me a follow at Danky Dank D N K Y D A N K on Twitter. Love hearing from all of you, and don't forget to give us a five star rating uh, wherever they allow you to give reviews and ratings. And if you want to give us a bad review, please deposit them into my DMs. So, first initial thoughts from this game: the Lightning. And we've kind of spoken about this all year, just consistency. Uh, and, and I know they had a couple of days off. Not really, though. You had one day off, and yes, you're traveling. And I spoke about this on the last episode, how there was a little bit of concern on my part that given the drop-off in talent between playing the Kraken on Friday, which, let's face it, they are a bad hockey team, they are a stereotypical expansion team, not on the same page whatsoever. Only 17 shots on goal. Not really, didn't really go out there and pose a threat to Vasilevsky, who picked up his second consecutive shutout. And then you go into a game like this on the road against a team who, in our conversation later on, you will hear how this could potentially be a Stanley Cup final matchup between these two teams. We're kind of maybe getting a glimpse. And really just not a good game from the Lightning. Um, the Wild were able to do a lot of a lot of things. You know, they were able to capitalize on all their advantages that they had on all the sequences that we saw. Uh, they're just a good, disciplined hockey team, other than when it comes, you know, they take, I think, the third most power penalties in the league. So other than that, which shouldn't be a big concern for them considering the Lightning can't score for their lives on the power play. It evens out. But if you look at the numbers, really evenly matched for the most part. The Lightning, I think, only the second time all year that they've been over 50% in the faceoff circle. So that's a positive to see there. But other than that, just really not a good day from the Lightning. Yes, 30 shots on goal, but 
Cam Talbot looked like uh, a, a world-class goaltender out there, which you got to give him credit, played very well. But really what the downfall of the, the Lightning were, was in this game was defensive positioning. Uh, we spoke about it on the last episode before. Just the Lightning, they're, they, they're just not doing a good job in their own zone, uh, giving Vasilevsky a chance. A lot of times, and especially twice in this game, we saw uh, Hartman and Rask just completely alone by themselves, able all the time in the world in front of the net, and that's not something you you could do in this league, especially a team against the Wild. Give them give them chances to score in high danger areas, and that's what the Lightning did, and that's really what was the breaking point in this game. The Lightning need to get better, and um, I'm sure that that's something that John Cooper will address with the team in the coming days, and they will hopefully be prepared uh, going into their game tomorrow night against the St. Louis Blues, who not the kind of team you want to give up chances like that to as well. But overall, I mean, other than that, I think this was still a very much winnable game. I think really, though, it just wasn't the Lightning's day. You, you saw early on, you know, what kind of game we were going to see just back and forth and just the way the Wild uh, play. Um, a lot of their shots, a lot of their their goals come on fast breaks and, and rushes, and we saw that in this game. Um, and they're a very good passing team. They don't give up a lot uh, to you, and they're just very just all-around good team from top to bottom. And we talk all about that in the crossover later with Seth. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you saw it from the opening get-go, just how this game was going to go, especially that highlight goal to kick things off from Nick said, Really just... Another situation where it, I believe it was Joseph was on the rush with him and just took a terrible angle to try and catch up to him, where basically it gave Bukestad even more space to do what he wanted, and that's why he hesitated and kind of took ripped that shot off last minute and just so yeah, it, it was just a very just a very up and down game for the Lightning. There was bright spots. Uh, Corey Perry shot from in close. Uh, it's great to see a guy like that continue to score and. You know, hopefully he could start get on a roll here as as we move forward uh, towards the end of the season, uh, towards the middle of the season, because uh, the Olympic break will be here before we know it. And uh, Seth and I spoke after we were done recording about how really things pick up at the Olympic break. Uh, we were just looking at our team's respective schedules, and we'll talk about that on another episode. But the Lightning have basically two and a half weeks off, and then they play Edmonton. And, you know, keep in mind that the, the, the amount of players on Tampa that will be participating in the Olympics. So you're going to have a bulk of your superstars burnt out from the Olympics coming back two days later to play against one of the best teams in the league. And that's why all these other players need to be playing a lot better than what we've been seeing from them. Uh, other than that, uh Good game once again from Alex Kalorn picking up his eighth goal of the season with Steven Stamkos picking up his 13th uh, assist of the season. Just, you know, guys continue to contribute for this team. Uh, it was just those last couple of goals that really did the lightning in. And just so, you know, just you would have thought in a way seeing as how the Lightning played over the last couple of games that they could have been able to bounce back in terms of winning this game. But the Wild are just such a good team. And that's really where 
you need to see what kind of team the Lightning are. And yes, we could sit here all day until we're blue in the face and discuss, you know, the amount of players and the number of players that are missing from this roster right now. But when it comes down to it is that um, guys need to step up, especially in big situations against teams like this. So we'll get into my discussion with Seth Tupel of Lockdown Wild in just a little bit. But first, I want to talk about today one of today's sponsors, and that is DirecTV Stream. Direct Today, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all your entertainment you love without the hassle. DirecTV Stream brings you your live and on-demand favorites together like never before, which means you could watch your favorite sports movies and shows all in one place. And the best part, there's no annual contract, so stop waiting and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at DirecTV.Stream. That's DirecTV.Stream. And we're back here for segment two of Locked on Lightning. And in just a little bit, we're going to bring Seth Tupel on but one of Locked on Wild. And I, but first, I just want to thank all of you once again for making us your first listener of the day. The reception and the feedback that we have gotten from all of you has been absolutely fantastic. So once again, give us a follow on our social media pages at LO underscore Lightning on Twitter, as well as Locked on underscore Lightning on Instagram. Give me a follow at Danky Dank, D-E-N-K-Y-D-8-N-K on Twitter. And go ahead and follow the shows and turn on those notifications if you follow us on a platform that is app-based. So, yeah, we continue to do that as we continue to grow the show. So, without further ado, here's my discussion with Locked on Wild host, Seth Tupel. Thank you for making both Locked on Wild and Locked on Lightning your first listen every day. Adam, welcome to the show. Obviously, the Wild and the Lightning went toe-to-toe. And uh, the Wilds came away with a win this time after um, not quite being able to finish it off in Tampa. Uh, so let's just dive in and uh, kind of talk about the game a little bit from the Lightning perspective. What, uh, what were some of the things that you pulled away from the game? Well, first off, Seth, thanks for getting together for doing this. Uh, I, we spoke about in the offseason about doing this. So, you know, good to see that we actually uh, <laughs> came through with our promise to each other. But... Uh, the thing that stuck out to me in this game and, and this kind of is just the carryover from the last meeting that these two teams had was just this, your boys are tough, man. They they are probably one of the tough te- tougher teams that the Lightning have faced this year. And it, it's not so much their ability along the boards and their physical play, but it's just the way they could so much effort, effortlessly skate with the Lightning, who are one of the most fastest teams in the league and it's just it doesn't phase them one bit it really doesn't and even when the lightning it seems like they have a break and they're they're going through the neutral zone i mean there's a wild player right there behind them to pick them up and it's it's really amazing to see that kind of a a fresh breath of air for for someone on the other side of it just because you know you're so used to blowing uh guys out of the water in terms of a track race but you know kind of good to see someone you know in a competitive way i know obviously the the result didn't pan out the way we wanted it to but in that respect but um and i kind of said this before we started recording your team is just just so unassumingly good. I mean, you look at the names on this team and just just the ability that they show in games. They're, they don't do anything really too crazy special. They just play the game the right way. And I think that's really what was the defining factor in this game. Yeah, it like it, it just for me, it was just so fun to watch 
these two teams duke it out and you know this is it, it very much had a playoff atmosphere to it um and as we saw in tampa bay the uh, the lightning able to get the win that time uh the wild yeah. even it up here um it's just it's relentless pressure from the wilds that i think leads to you know being the equalizer is that they are able to when needed flick that switch and the next thing you know they've had the puck in the offensive zone for two three shifts and they just they do not back down which can be uh, a little bit nerve-wracking sometimes if you're having to come from um late goal uh, late deficits but it leads to a team believing that they're never out of a game no matter if they're down by two no matter if they're down by three and they just they just keep coming at you until they get that goal yeah i i mean you hit the nail right on the head with that it seems like when the wild it really doesn't take much for them to get going in a game uh whereas the lightning they it kind of takes them the first five minutes of the game and kind of what has been sort of the mantra on my show the last couple of seasons was that you know let's score in the first couple of minutes and set the tone uh and you know it's funny in this game we kind of saw that both teams struck early but it, it was the way i think the wild scored especially on the first goal that really kind of set the tone where the lightning were in it for the most part but it seemed uh, as though that the wild were just the more confident team and that's really what the defining factor as well as you know their play was was that they just looked and like you said it had a playoff atmosphere but they just looked like a team in their body language uh, at certain points in the game that they didn't think they were going to lose this game and that's the thing that really like shocked me especially when you're going up against the defending champs is that you know usually there's some sort of air of nervousness or whatever and we didn't see that tonight and that's a little worrisome you know I, there's very few teams in the nhl that i look at that have said oh i'm not afraid to play these guys you know not saying that we this is a potential stanley cup final matchup but it might be the way these two teams play and the wild are definitely not a team i want to play i mean <laughs> especially the and what better example of you know my point to get across is that first goal of the game and it, I think I don't know about you, Seth, but it took me by surprise just the nature of how that whole play and that whole sequence unfolded. Where you at, or I mean, you're around the team obviously a lot more than I am, so you maybe this is something that you haven't that you're not surprised at all about. But what what was your first impression and your initial reaction from that first goal? Well, it's been something that a lot of people in the Minnesota media sphere have been calling for is just a little bit more aggression from a guy like Nick Bugstad, who he started off the season great and has kind of tailed off a little bit over the uh, over the last handful of games. And so, you know, getting him going is is great. And, you know, you just you love to see in opportunities where a player has um, the opportunity to just bury the puck that they do it. I've, I've seen that way too many times with other guys such as Kirill Kaprizov um, and, you know, guys like Kevin Fiala where they they're passing right in front of the net as opposed to just, just letting it rip. And now that I think about it, I might have the order mixed up slightly because I, I can't recall if it was Victor Rask or Nick Bugstad that uh, that scored that first goal because... It was uh, Bugstad and... It, yeah, it was... 
I, I, it caught me off bus, bus. It caught me <laughs> off guard. It caught, it caught. I think probably the entire team uh, off guard, and especially Vasilevsky. I, I, right after the goal, it, you saw Vasilevsky kind of take a peek behind him. Like, was that Nick Bustad? And, and that was like the most surprising thing. You don't see that from Vazzy, uh very often, to where he kind of just does a double take because that was an absolute laser of a shot. The 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 second goal was Victor Rask, where I joked with you before then, and really. You know, as as much as I like to give your team credit, my team just really has been dropping the ball in this category the last couple of games. But it's just defensive positioning and cycling, and on the on the the rascal, really um, nobody was there. It was just. Uh, like I said, like I told you before we started recording, Rask t- could have sat down, retied his <laughs> his skates, and then shot it in and still scored. And it, it really, I mean, that that's what it come down to is that the the Wild also took advantage of the Lightning just not being able to get back in position, especially on these these very fast sequences. And and that's the thing that's what separates good teams from from you know other teams and, and we saw that with the wild in this game especially because they, they got two goals off of just poor defensive positioning on the on sequences from the lightning and i'm glad you brought that up because it ties into the question i wanted to ask about uh vasilevsky is if some of i'm sure people look at the numbers and they say boy that's not uh that's not the typical vasilevsky that we've come to know over the last several years um so is some of that those those numbers looking just a little bit worse than they have over the past few seasons? Is some of that lack of defense in front of him, or or is some of that just teams being a little bit more relentless um, in firing the puck on the net? I think it's a little bit of both. I I think really we've been seeing a lot more of an aggressive style from a lot of teams this year than what we have seen over the last couple of seasons, and I think a lot of it also has to do with you got to remember this team lost a a good number of players last year, guys that they've had on their team on these Stanley cup teams over the last two years. And it, you know, you could have preseason, you could have, you know, it still takes a while and really we're still kind of in the phase, you know, as well as anyone, we're still in the phase of the season where guys are still trying to figure out what kind of player they're going to be for the rest of the season. And just teams trying to just get that chemistry that will propel them into the playoffs and a potential playoff run. And I think that's, it's a mixture of a lot of those things. And, and on the other side of that, Vasilevsky is also, he's the goaltender that he needs to play as, as often and as much as possible to really get things going. And we saw that over the last couple of games, he had two consecutive shutouts and had a couple of days off between this and, and, you know, the Wild just caught him on the, long, on the wrong day of the week. And, I mean, you saw that just by his body language off the, after the Bukestad uh, goal. And, and you know, even the Rascal and the Hartman goal where, you know, probably I would have to say nine times out of ten, he probably saves that. But, listen, the Wild are a good scoring team and, and they made the most of their chances today. All in all, it leads to a 4-2 win, which improves the Wild to 14-6-1 on the season. The Lightning fall to 12-5-3 and and suffer just their second road loss of the year. But uh, two teams that at the end of the season figure to be deep in the playoff picture. Uh, Hopefully, this could potentially be a uh, Stanley Cup final matchup. Um, We'll just have to see. That'd be very interesting. I would... (laughs) I mean, I... You know, I, I don't envy you playing in the same conference as the Avalanche, the Blues, the the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, you know, now even the uh, 
I, I mean, the Oilers, the list goes on of teams that are just going to be an absolute pain in the butt for you guys to get down that road. But I mean, you guys are looking fantastic. I mean, the goalie situation is great. Uh, we don't have that kind of situation in Tampa. You know, we just have to deal with one guy really <laughs> carrying the load where on any given night. I mean, you showed it tonight. Talbot did a fantastic job in net. Um, so, you know, you have a n- number of guys in net that could actually could beat you on any given night. And you have a lot of guys that could score. That's clear. And obviously you have that lightning in a bottle Kaprizov. So I wouldn't be surprised to see you guys get on a long run. I know there's obviously a lot of obstacles in your way there. But, yeah, that would be a great Stanley Cup uh, matchup potentially. Um, you know, it would be nice to kind of, you know, kind of make it to the West Coast a little bit uh, instead of kind of a bubble situation as to what we've been used to over the last couple of years. Yeah. And, you know, on the lightning side of things, if Tampa Bay knows one thing over the last couple of years, it's to just get healthy at the uh, at the right time and perfectly capable of going on another run. Yeah. I, I mean, the, the mantra this year with the team, and, and you could ask any guy on the team, I had I had the pleasure of uh, having Ross Colton and Corey Perry on the show during the summer this year, and, and really they, they echoed the same thing as what Steven Stamkos said on the Jeff on 32 Thoughts this offseason is, let's just get in because we, we know we're good enough to make the playoffs, but let's just get in and, you know, you'll have a healthy team there. You know, they have a couple of players out right now, uh, Chernak, Kucherov, and now Braden Point, who went down a couple of games ago. You get those three guys back for the playoffs. Uh, anything could happen. Anything can definitely happen. Well, there you go. A recap of the Wilds 4-2 win over the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, we will have more on today's episode of Locked on Wild and Locked on Lightning after this. And once again, thanks to Seth of Locked on Wild for getting together, for doing that, uh, the crossover. It's, it's always very refreshing uh, to get another perspective, especially from the opposing team, about how things went down in a particular game. And I don't, I don't, I can't count it out that these two teams will face off at some point down the road, whether it be this year in the finals or maybe next year, the year after. Just two very talented teams. Obviously, the Lightning, we know what we're going to get out of them when this team is healthy and, and, spinning on all cylinders and then the wild kind of are just on a resurgence didn't i don't think a lot of people expected them to be where they're at so we'll end things here in just a little bit but first i want to talk about two of today's sponsors one of them is built bar it's here the best monday of the year cyber monday and built.com is the place to aim your mouse get at least 20 percent off everything delicious and healthy that's 20 percent off site-wide and even bigger discounts on built boost broth and built swag a brand new built bar flavor was landed has landed just in time for cyber monday that's the caramel almond delight and it delivers everything it promises caramelized chocolate check almonds check delightful double check be sure to get yours before they're gone that's 150 calories and 17 grams of protein you won't want to miss out on that and this season maybe you're craving white chocolate for a limited time get a special new built bar puffs flavor white chocolate cheesecake the yummy protein treat filled with marshmallowy center and covered in white chocolate with only 140 calories and 17 grams of protein tis the season to save and to give your taste buds the gift of built bar so get on BuiltBar.com, Built.com, excuse me, for these incredible tasting new bars and 20% off everything. Head to Built.com, enter code LOCK20 before it's too late. That's promo code LOCKED20 
to get 20% off everything, head to Built Bar, Built.com. And let's talk about our last sponsor of the day, and that is Bet Online. As we know, football season is in full swing. College football is in full swing. Hockey, you name it, everything's going on. We even, you know, we got we we got college basketball is finally here, and Bet Online has you covered this entire holiday season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Bet uh, Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this that this holiday season. Head to their new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your fifty percent welcome bonus with the promo code Lock. On to receive your bonus, and it's not just football. Bet online has pro and college hoops, NHL, boxing, UFC, and even your favorite Vegas casino odds. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online, go there today. And time to wrap up everything here for Locked On Lightning. Thank you for joining us today. I hope. Uh, you know, we have a more favorable outcome uh, in the Lightning's game tomorrow night against the St. Louis Blues. We're definitely going to see a very fast, a very tough and gritty physical game from the St. Louis Blues. And we'll preview all of that and more on tomorrow's episode. But please, in the meantime, go ahead and like and subscribe to this podcast. Follow us wherever podcasts are distributed and go ahead and download and turn those notifications on so you are notified as soon as the newest episode drops. So that's been it for today's episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I'll talk to you in the next one. 